Clovis Bray Logbook, Part 1 As read by Hypersyntax, a video game crosstalk. Personal Log Encrypt P Key Clovis Root QD Resist Shore RNG Seed AM 241 Echo Hanu Quartz A new start! A clean page for the most important story. Hanu 2 is arrow-breaking around Jupiter. The Lord of Planets thunders his greeting to me. I am blasting Avanti 3's Siegfried in the Stormwall over the radio howl of the Jovian magnetosphere. It galvanizes me. I am with the gods. Ask Avanti's trainer how they settled on the 123 suffixes. Numbers are perfectly defined, therefore inhuman. Is this suffix meant to mark the Avanti AI as non-human? Objective. Construct long-term scientific outpost for study of indigenous European life. Resources. Eight prefab starter habitats, 600 shielded heavy work frames, and this new and B-Ra-Ma cytomachines with backup replication chambers aboard Hanu. The best hazardous environment engineers money can't buy. Smile support for extended duration. Two of Elizabeth's Eon-type platforms for radar, lidar, and deep ice mapping. Hazards. Lethal radiation environment. Heavy ion bombardment from Jovian magnetosphere. Unshielded crew half-life is 24 hours. The most expensive lie in human history. I am not here for a safari. All of Europa's life will soon be known, mapped, and exhausted of wonder. Bound by the tedious constraints of physics and biology. I know these things too well. They are already killing me. The K-1 artifact promised me an offering. A gateway to the secret of immortality. I call it clarity. It is waiting on Europa. I am still dying, but not fast enough to kill me. Corporeal status. Body at 35.9 C. Pulse 25 BPM, strength good. BP 75 over 50. Resp 6 breaths per minute. Pulse ox 210%. Today's blood mix is perfluorocarbon with stem slurry. Avoid hyperfocus with alpha wave brain wash for 10 minutes per hour. New kidneys are growing in Whitford, the deli pig, for next transplants. Must find a good pork recipe so Whitford will not go to waste. Medical team insists I accept cytomachine injections. <laughs> no, nothing enters my body that does not share my genetic self-interest. Instead, I will grow an upgraded monocyte strain. Elizabeth's birthday approaches. A good gift would be an olive branch. Never let her say I do not try. Hanu, please identify a gift that only could come from my own intimate and personal knowledge of my granddaughter. 
Gift suggestions. Antique weapon or twin eagle replica. Professional pilot trained on Eon series ship. Bespoke AI writer of personalized novels. Fruit basket, Titan farmed. Humanitarian investment, minefield clearance, long-term reparations, anti-traumatic medicine. These are pathetic, Hanu. Revised gift suggestions. Research endowment, medical. Prion disease in persons with immune resistance to recumbent gene therapy. Research endowment, medical. Sporadic fatal insomnia. Research endowment, psychological. Loss of father, family trauma. Research endowment, psychological. Reconstruction of trust after loss. Personal apology, unpracticed. Death of patient in physician's care. Statement of grief, unpracticed. Death of son. <sighs> Never mind, Hanu. Buy a few dog hives for a soil reclamation project somewhere. Honeybees, whatever strain is best. And big, friendly Newfoundlands for the hives. Everyone loves dog hives. Ongoing projects. Exomind blocked. Contact iCov for their trick. Fail. Hire Dwayne McNade away from iCov. Failed. Raid iCov for Vex data. In planning. Europa slash Clarity. In progress. Be a good man and a good grandfather. In progress. Become Luca of future human thought. In progress. Note, Barrow Trauma. If we land too hard on Europa, we will plunge into the ocean below the ice and die of Barrow Trauma. Death by pressure. The only light down there comes from magma and phosphorescent bait. The sea is ten times deeper than Earth's. Even in Europa's weak gravity, peak pressure at the seafloor is 2,000 atmospheres. Worse than Venus before the Traveler. One imagines Pi contracting under that kind of pressure, crushing the perfect circle enclosed. I wonder what lives down there. What slow confusions of mass and form curl around the smoking vents? What threads of pale flesh slither across dark miles like nerves in some vast, cold brain? Did the Traveler bypass Europa and Titan and Enceladus out of respect for their native life? Or was it afraid to touch the things pulsating below the ice? Entry 2 Update, Echo, Hanu, Quartz, Cytex, Mistletoe. On Europa, we lurk like summer vampires in the caskets of our smile pods. Our frames labor on the ice, building a cathedral to the sciences. Radiation is very bad outside. Even my assistant has taken ion damage out there. Pleased to see him healing flawlessly, vacant and empty as he is. 
What if this perfect self-repair is the reason the exos degrade? I sulk in isolation as the crew works. My pride is wounded. Did I expect Clarity to come out and greet me? <laughs> Hail to Clovis Bray, first among men. Well, yes, absolutely I did. The lunar artifact promised me a solution to the false modesty. Damn vanity, I am different. Not for my present qualities, but for my future influence. I shine with noon's light, reflected back through time to this age of dawn. Perhaps the mind heals itself stiff, and this causes the billboarding, the stereotyped behavior, the final crash. I am going to be the Luca of all interstellar human civilization. It is a mistake to imagine the greatest man, the god-emperor of history and ruler of circumstances, whose influence reaches to the end of time, will live in the future, in the full flowering of human glory. That man lives now, at the tiny bottleneck before the vast explosion when it is still possible for an individual's decisions to touch the entire species and set the course of all future choices. Self-maintenance so absolute that it becomes a static loop? Investigate. I said all this in my book, but my son's book still sells better. I suppose because Clovis Points is a much more approachable title than Competitive Immortality Through Primogeniture of Future History Ontogeny Rephylogeny, PFHOR. My son's work appeals to those intellectual infants in the retro nationals and to the parasites on common compassion support. Obviously, they prefer the softened, pre-chewed version of the truth. And there is also that bump of public sympathy for a dead man. Yet I cannot deny that, in simplifying my legacy, my son has improved its reach. He was one to formulate the famous two-sentence summary of PFHOR. Most of our energy should be spent in support of the things that are most like us. This is the only true responsibility of any living thing. In the slightly less famous addendum, the best way to spend energy is on the things that make more things like us. Children are viral replicators of our ideas. But there is a certain terror about them. They alter our legacy, mutate it, as Clovis II modified competitive immortality through PFHOR into Clovis points. What if my children decide on some key amendment, some ineffable change, which makes my legacy no longer mine? How can I be reborn through the eternal recurrence of my life logic if what my children pass down is the logic of some other Clovis, some flawed copy, just as Clovis II was a flawed image of me? A flaw? that I created in my clumsy eagerness to make him flawless. 
My second boldest decision during my son's development was to replace Clovis II's mitochondrial DNA, normally inherited from the mother, with my own. I had to know that I was in his cellular energies, powering his existence. It was not that change which killed him. But it is the fear of being replaced by a faulty duplicate that will kill me if I put off my brain upload much longer. I have a library of scanned volunteers aboard Hanu, but my own consciousness is not among them. A Moravec upload is slow and inadequate. What if there are quantum informatic elements to the mind not captured by such crude mechanical means? No, I insist on that perfect terminal quantum snapshot. For reasons of fidelity, the only perfect and lossless brain scan is also a destructive one. Clovis II died in one after all. I made the vessel to receive him, but I lacked the alkahest, the solvent to render it pure. But I dare not make the leap to a new body until I know how that body works. And so far, the exobodies are universally fatal. I must finish the exobody work to become the Luca, the one true divinity of man. To do that, I need clarity. And clarity is here. All the signs point to it. If I succeed, no forgiveness for those tight-fisted Ishtar fools. I know they had working prototypes. They could have shared. Corporeal status. Body at 35.5 C. Pulse 30 BPM. Modest strength. BP 90 over 60. Resp 6 breaths per minute. Pulse ox 140. To reduce free radicals and peroxynitrite. Today's blood mix is pure perfluorocarbon with new modified monocytes. New kidney functioning well. Donor pig sacrificed, brined, prepared as seared pork chops. Sous vide is for prissy nerds. Poor Whitford. I wonder if I should reduce the volume of my stem cells introduced to the pig blastocytes. I feel too much empathy for them. Does PFHOR compel me to take better care of Clovis pig chimeras than ordinary pork? Yes, but only to the extent that they can contribute to my legacy with cloned organs and good eating. No guilt. Note, savaging. The term for parents destroying their own offspring is savaging. It was a big problem for pig farmers in the days when we raised livestock. Sows attack their own piglets. No one has ever worked out a good explanation. One theory is that the mother pigs are frightened by their own young, terrified by these strange, noisy, needy things. Evolution is not a perfect optimizer. A trait like fear of own offspring could endure if piglet mortality is already high. The ancient biologist August Weissman believed that we age to make room for the next generation, that we are programmed to die to leave a space for our offspring. 
Perhaps the sows simply acted in self-defense. Note, Europa Life. Now a bristling thing, large as a whale, appears on the ice bore camera we dropped into the ocean below. A dandelion made of soft arms. Bright red and yellow markings indicate it evolved in the shadows, where some light pierces the ice. The limbs wave slowly to and fro, a motion that is both hunting and breathing. Prey approaches, drawn by plankton that cake on the drifter's skin. With vegetable slowness, its limbs embrace the victim, sting it, and pull it down into an open central stomach, where thready parasites wait to infest and digest. Everything it does is slow and intestinal, pulsatory, brainless. Sometimes the limbs bicker. Two are dead, fuzzy with rot. They have strangled each other. It is a colony organism. If threatened, it will discorporate. The limbs will spasm. The core will tear apart in a puff of fluids. And all of those arms will slither away into the dark beneath the ice. Fat worms of terror searching for a hide. Digestive parasites will be expelled as a decoy, left to squirm in panic. I despise it. I would have it killed, except I am repulsed by the thought of its final disintegration. I consider how to burn it. <laughs>